Let's go, baby. <laughs> Dude, that intro thing is like the funniest thing ever. What's oh up, boys? God. Welcome. It's, like, it's a YouTube video. Um, I, I guess we're going to use it. It's yeah. <laughs> it's so much. Let's talk about this though. It's so much better than this. It's so much better than that. But yeah, Dude, that that is like the funniest shit ever. If I you know. guys miss it, if you're listening to the audio, we just had this YouTube video. Dude, it looked like 2012 YouTube. Some uh-huh. fire intro. But what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of Burns of Berman. Josh, how are we feeling today, brother? Oh, I'm so excited. This is a long time coming, hasn't it? Dude, we have been... So me and Josh, guys, we started talking probably... I'd say early 2021 is when we started talking, right? And ever since then, we used to go live with each other all the time on TikTok. And we always talked about doing a show together. One day. We always did. And it just never really panned out. And eventually now, also, I'm going to go live on TikTok right now showing the screen. But, um... But we always talked about doing like a show or a stream together. We used to go on the next network, your late night show, and me and you mm-hmm. would fuck around on there. That was always super fun. Yeah, but now we're awesome. finally here and we have a show together and I'm so excited for this. You got anything it's to add, Josh? This is going to be great. I'm excited. Viewers are uh, here. We got 57 on Twitch. We have, uh, we have 37 on YouTube. Appreciate all you guys tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe, drop a follow on Twitch, follow us all on all of our social medias personally. Yes, sir. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to get things started, though, Burns. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's go and talk about some football news. I'm Let's actually really excited. So we have one of – I'm going to call him a top 10 player in the NFL or a borderline top 10 player in the NFL who is holding out and doesn't look like he's going to play this Thursday. It doesn't look like he's going to play for a long time. I'm talking about Chris Jones here, who openly is saying that he's not going to play until week eight. He's already tallied over $2 million in fines that he's missed over practice, over everything, over the offseason. He will lose over a million dollars in game checks per week that he misses. And it sounds like he is totally fine with it. Uh, this is at the bottom here for those that are watching. This is just something from Mike Florio talking about just the negotiations and how it's going. The Chiefs offer right now is apparently right around $25 million over the next three years. Aaron Donald is getting about 31 per year. So it doesn't sound like the Chiefs need to exceed that number, but maybe get a little bit closer is what it sounds like Chris Jones is asking for. Earlier in the offseason, people were saying that he was asking to surpass uh, Aaron Donald. It doesn't sound like that's the case right now. Uh, Andy Reid saying he doesn't know what his agenda is. He doesn't really know what's going on. But this is a superstar in this league. I don't care that he's a defensive lineman. This is a difference maker. This is a guy that the Chiefs defensively need. And he might be out for until week eight that he's he's saying. What do you think about all this? One of the biggest things that I've seen – is three teams have already reached out to the Kansas City Chiefs about Chris Jones's availability. Right. Now, I want you to take a guess at who those three teams are. First of all, where did you see that? It was NFL rumors on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I have them blocked. Oh, yeah, but no, 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 no. Guess yeah, the three um, teams. Guess the three teams who it is. And one of them is actually confirmed. One of them is actually confirmed. 
I'm going to assume the Bears is one of them, considering your. Uh, the Chicago Bears is the only confirmed team that Ryan Poles has contacted the Kansas City Chiefs that would in make regarding sense a Chris Jones trade. Um, the uh, the answer is they always love the trade of the Dolphins, but they got Christian Wilkins and his it was own not contract the situation, so it's not going to be them. It's not going to be. We just got a massive jump in viewers. What happened? Yeah, no, we just got raided. We just got raided <laughs> by uh, Book It With Trent, 218 viewers. Trent, we love you, brother. Trent's got to hop on here in one of these episodes yes. soon. Absolutely love the guy, um, man. But, yeah, I must say, it's not going to the Dolphins because Christian Wilkins is in a situation in his own right defensively. Um, it could be Dallas. Um, Dallas is the other one. Now there's one more. Mm. AFC, oh AFC. Uh, Come on, Josh. Cleveland loves their trades. There you go. That's Cleveland right there. Wow. First guess. Really? Yes. That's what I saw on Twitter today that it was Cleveland, Chicago, and Dallas. Now, do you what think that any of those three traded? teams actually has a shot at getting that trade? What are the odds he actually gets traded, you think? The odds he actually gets traded, no shot. They're going to figure it out, dude. First off, I don't even get this whole controversy. I feel like personally... $24 million is a shitload of money. And I don't see a reason to be complaining about that. Chris Jones played some great football. Don't get me wrong, but $24 million a year. Well, no, not a year. A over the next three years. Over the next three years. Um, let me look here at. No, it's per year. It's per year. $24 million a year. Yeah. Let me look here at the market value, though, for the interior D lineman right now uh, in terms of average per year. That would put him. At number two, Billy ahead of Quinn and Williams and still well behind Aaron Donald, which is where I think he ranks. I mean, I think he's clearly – I know he had a better year than Aaron Donald last year, but Aaron Donald, I still – I just out of respect. And still, he had a good year last year. I'm still going to just for now rank him over Chris Jones. But he's second. Quinn and Williams right behind him, a great young player, so I'm fine with that. Then you got Jeffrey Simmons, Deron Payne. Because uh, there the defensive lineman market, though, was reset a lot this year because you had guys like Quinn and Williams get paid. Dexter Lawrence got paid. Christian Wilkins is waiting on getting paid, which is why Chris Jones' current contract, where he's currently sitting as the ninth highest paid, coming into the offseason, he was like six or seven. But now, because yeah. of all these new guys getting paid, the market's been reset. For sure. So, it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, it's weird. But... The biggest thing is, is there's always a controversy every single NFL offseason with some player out there saying, I'm not getting paid enough money. I'm going to hold out. It's always figured out in the first couple weeks of the season. It always is. Yeah, but and eventually, usually you don't have a guy openly saying, yeah, I'm going to sit out until week eight. <laughs> yeah, no, usually this doesn't happen. And the reason, though, why he is saying week eight is because he is, this is his final season under his contract. If he sits out longer than week eight, then his contract will carry over to next year. Because it's really? more than half his season held out. If he comes in in week eight, his contract will end after this season. Hey, do you see that Trent just sent 10 subs? No, I did not, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Shout out Let's to Trent, go. man. I absolutely Shout love that. Shout out guy. Trent. That's awesome. Um, but when you look at Chris Jones, as good as he is, he is 29. So he is, you're going to sign that extension for what, four years, three, four years, 34 ish years old. Around that time, it's but at the end of the day, you're the Kansas City Chiefs. You're trying to win the Super Bowl every single year. We saw what happened with Tyreek Hill. They were able to get rid of him. We thought they were gonna it was gonna hold them back. It clearly didn't. But yeah. they had Travis Kelsey. Yeah. They don't have a no, young that defense is dry. That defense is dry. I, mean, I like Willie Gay is all right. I, I like him. I mm -hmm. think he's solid. Um, 
Legarius Sneed is all right. But, like, there's not a guy who's going to be, like, a superstar. Nick Bolton, I think, I is a dog. I think mean, he's one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL period. But, again, he's still not Chris Jones. Yeah. Dude, this the biggest a- thing I was thinking about when I brought up those trade teams is if somehow Dallas got a deal done with Chris Jones, that defense, it's already unreal. I mean, that, that would be Demarcus really Lawrence, good. Micah Parsons, and Chris Jones. Yeah. That would be with insane. Trayvon Giggs and Stephon Gilmore in the secondary. That is just that would be ridiculous. The, the Dallas defense would actually jump to a different level. With Dan Quinn, by the way, is the DC who's one of the best DCs in the league. Yes, it's it's it would blow my mind yeah. to see it Chris be, Jones on that defense. Now, I will mean, it I happen? No, my, I give it till yesterday. I have him going to the NFC title game already. Dallas, like yeah. that, that would elevate them, I think, to a Super Bowl level. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the thing is, I don't really see a trade happening at all, and I think I that either. this is just all talk, and it will be figured out by probably week four or five at the latest. But I don't know about you, but I, I think it's pretty certain that at the very least, he isn't playing right away, and that is significant for the Chiefs. Yes, it is very significant. And because this is a team just... that's been – Patrick Mahomes has yet to play a road playoff game. Yeah, he has never played. The only time he has ever played a playoff game that was not at Arrowhead Stadium was a Super Bowl. That's it. Which is nuts, so, dude. That is so nuts. When you look at a team like that, that's consistently the number one seed. You don't have Chris Jones yet. Yeah, let's say four games, and they go two and two, or even I don't know one and three. I'm not even predicting, but let's say that happens, and they get the two seed, three seed, even they're playing on the road for the first time ever. That's not me discrediting the Chiefs, but that is saying that makes it a lot tougher. A lot tougher. For sure. For sure. I 100% agree. And the other thing that I think would be really cool is if Ryan Poles actually did hop on the phone. With the and you know what? For the Bears, it actually would make a lot of sense. It would. It would. It, it would be the same exact level as the Khalil Mack trade in 2018. Same really, exact level. And it, and it would make sense. It would. Our defensive line is are a really interesting team, too, that we're going to be talking about, obviously, a lot. Because... I think with Chicago, I gave them six wins in my record predictions. I don't think they're going to oh, be that you. good fuck this you. year. I don't think they're going to be that good this year. But, but, as you know, and I think a lot of people watching this know, I am and always have been a massive Justin Fields fan. Good. If Justin Fields takes the leap that I'm expecting him to take, and he has the ability to take this year, which is into the upper level of quarterbacks that are no. borderline like MVP caliber play, if he does that, then the Bears can win easily can win that division. Dude, and him and DJ Jones Moore are going to be unreal. And a Chris Jones trade, I mean, that right there, not to mention they yeah. also have an easy schedule. Yeah. No, the so, one thing that I absolutely yeah. love, and what I hate, too, is talking about the Bears a little bit, is I really like the Carolina Panthers. They're one of my favorite teams in the league, always have been. I love them. I love those Carolina blue jerseys, dude. Those are so sexy. I have them winning the NFC South this year, too. I think they're. And I hate that I have to root against them this year. Yeah. I hate it. I have to because we have their first overall, we have their first round pick. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Carolina just sucks balls this year. Now, I love Bryce Young too. And I think that Bryce Young, he is a part of the future of this league 100%. And I loved him at Bama. He was a dog at Bama. Yeah. But now it's like I'm praying, I'm praying that he kind of sucks. And now we're going to get into the biggest underdog yeah. teams. Yeah, which I'm like guessing the Carolina Panthers. I'm guessing that the Carolina Panthers are one of yours. I do. Um, I think we don't have this as a topic, but I think it goes hand in hand in terms of an overrated team. And I, the New Orleans Saints are a team that I just don't 
understand the hype for them. I don't. I don't think that's I think where it's I disagree easily, with you a lot. I disagree. It's easily the worst division in football. I think everyone can agree there. I disagree with you a lot on that. I think that. I think that New Orleans is going to be good. It's not going to no, New Orleans is going to be real good this year. What are you talking about? Really? Why? Yes. What? What? They are, dude. Because look, Derek Carr has one bad season. One bad season in Vegas. I agree. He did not look good last year. But you put him in a new environment with an offense that can absolutely fire. Can it? I love Chris Olave. It can. It does every year. I love Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is coming back. But are we talking about an offense that can be good or are we talking about an offense that can be elite? I don't think it could be elite. I think it's going to be right on the border, but I think it will be enough to win games. And a lot of people don't give the Saints defense as much credit as they deserve. I agree with that. And you have a guy like Cameron Jordan and Mario Davis have made a career out of being under crazy underrated players. I mean, Cameron Jordan is a guy that if you look at his number, purely Cameron Jordan's numbers, you're talking about a guy that has a legitimate argument to be the Hall of Famer. Just looking at looking he at does. His, He's great. numbers. He is one of the all time. I think he's top 50 all time in sacks. Yeah, he's I think it's I have it somewhere, but I'm pretty sure Von Miller is the don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure Von Miller and maybe Chandler Jones are the only active players in the league with more career sacks than Cameron yeah. Jordan. He's made a career out of being crazy underrated. Demario Davis, ever since being a bust with the Jets, came into the Saints and has been great. Marshawn Lattimore. I actually I hate Marshawn Lattimore so fan. much. He um, talks so much. He talks so much shit. I absolutely hate the guy. This is my biggest problem with them. Dennis Allen. I don't think he's good. He was a horrible head coach for the Raiders and then went to New Orleans. I just feel like they're stuck. They were at the mid to late 2010s, really the late 2010s. They had a legitimate Super Bowl window and it's closed. Instead of rebuilding and trying to start again, they feel like they can still, and with their division being what it is and their schedule isn't great. I don't think they're a bad team either. Like they can easily win nine games and win that division, but I don't think it would be an impressive nine wins. I don't think it would be like, I just, I don't get it. And I like Carolina. And I think the best roster in that division is Atlanta. Well, he's also Ooh. boss. You yeah. go, you go and look over at the Saints' schedule, right? That, got, that is the one thing. It's very easy. Their schedule is very easy. These yes. are these are all the games that I could see them winning. I think they could beat Tennessee. They could beat Carolina. They could beat Green Bay. They could beat the Bucks. Patriots, they could probably beat the Patriots. I'm not saying that they're going to win these games, but I'm saying they're winnable. They, they could beat the Texans. I think the Jaguars are going to smoke them. They could beat the I mean, Colts. They could beat the Bears. Yeah, they could beat the Colts. They could beat the Bears. They could beat the Falcons again. They're going to get smoked by the Lions. They could beat the Panthers. They're going to get smoked by the Giants. They could beat the Rams. They could beat the Bucks. They could beat the Falcons. Yeah. The thing Looking at it realistically, I have them at probably – I'd say I think they win the division with like nine wins, maybe right. 10. And I have them at seven wins. Like, I don't think they're going to be bad, but I don't, th- I think they're the clear consensus pick. I just, don't, I don't mm-hmm. agree with that. I don't. I got you. Not I, I see where you're coming year. from. Some years, a lot of years, there is when you talk about an overrated team coming into the season, I usually have a team or two that I can look at and say, most people think this team's going to be really good. And I don't, I don't have yeah. that team this year. So this, that's kind of the closest team for me where I can look at and say, sure. I just think they're, because I don't even think they're bad, but in terms of the hype, I just don't. Yeah. Like people like this. I, I think this is crazy. Yeah. No, 12 and five is not happening. They will not go 12 and five, but you know what team probably will go 12 and five. And I've completely bought into their hype. No, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Have you seen my predictions? 
No. They are my number one seed in the AFC. They are going to the Super Bowl. And Trevor Lawrence is my MVP pick. Uh, wow. Yes. Wow. You're like, you're like, really? I am all in on this team. And I was saving them for when we you're talk about the sleepers. Like because literally, that's, I have them going to the Super Bowl. That's I, have them crazy. I, don't, I don't have them going to the Super Bowl. I do not have them yeah. going to the Super Bowl. I, I, I can see they, them. Go ahead. I can see them having a great regular season. I agree with you that they will have a great regular season. But the most I see them doing is if they make like a miraculous playoff run to the AFC championship. That's why I see. I think at Trevor Lawrence, yes, that's a great pick for MVP. Yeah. And a lot of people are all over Trevor Lawrence as well. I, I think he is. So, I mean, he's just, we saw him at the second half of last year. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's going to continue that and he's going to be, be so good. This whole team is great. And then they have a guy coming in where with Calvin Ridley coming in, he is the your favorite baby. receiver's favorite receiver, it seems like. The every receiver baby. in the NFL, every receiver in the NFL loves him. Talks about how good he is. Dude, you He's should be not- like banned from talking about Calvin Ridley. Do you guys remember back in the day when Josh got absolutely just shit on? I stand by that he should have been for the full season, but I went way too far. I went way too yeah, far. No, dude, Josh. Okay, if you guys didn't see I that, dude, Josh, the day that, that... But I stand by that he deserved that. The day that Calvin Ridley got suspended, Josh goes on this absolute monster rant just saying, this is deserved. He deserved a year, maybe even more, for the integrity of the game. And it was probably the funniest thing that I've ever seen reading through And I honestly... Day. I went too far with saying to ban him. That was a terrible take. But the... I absolutely 100% stand by the take that he deserved the year-long suspension. You can make an argument he deserved more. When you talk about the integrity of the game, that's something you really cannot ever. You see, but you don't understand the grind. You don't sports bet. You're not a professional athlete. Yeah, no, but you don't understand the grind. Sports betting is more of a grind than being a professional athlete. Of course it is. But not more being an NFL player. (laughs) Dude, that's a clip right there. That's a clip right there. Josh agrees. Being a sports better is more of a grind than being a professional athlete. Because look, these guys, they got to go out there and play football. It is. We got to sit here and think about who's going to win, who's going to cover is. the spread. It's a, it's a grind. It's a grind. Okay. By the way, tonight, Clemson, Duke, um, boys, we're riding Clemson minus 13 and a half, I believe it is. Yeah, that's because Duke sucks and they're a basketball school and they're going to get blown out on a Monday night. Right, Josh? Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, good. We're adding a sports betting segment too, like probably. Okay. Probably Wednesday and Friday because I got to get my picks on here. We got to get Josh on the wagon, guys. I'm not against it. Yeah, it's just I haven't done it, but I'm not against it. We got to get him on the wagon. I'm very strongly, and I don't think it's a bold take to say against any athletes doing it. (laughs) It's just like that kind of is. Dude, that video was too good. Okay, and the whole thing with the Lions, too. The Lions were like the all-time gamblers this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which was crazy to me. It it blew my mind. Josh, I love that comment. Josh, you never win unless you try. Oh, wrong one. You always you always got to keep it in mind, dude. You never know if you can win. You never know. You could walk into that app one day, and it could be the luckiest day true. of your life. It could very, be the luckiest true. day of your life. But um, what's it called? Another underdog team that I really wanted to talk about this year is the Arizona Cardinals. Underdogs to do <laughs> win five games? No, I just wanted to see your reaction to okay. that. 
But the big underdog team, I didn't know that you were that big on the Jaguars. I am. That is my team this year. That one of the questions I always get, more so with like my friends and I guess online, but all the time people will go, "Who's your second favorite team?" I always answer the same thing. It's the team that I wind up hyping up before the season starts. Mm -hmm. So one year it was Buffalo. One year it was Jacksonville. Uh, one year it was the Bears. When the Bears got Khalil Mack, it was the Bears because I had them going to the playoffs that year. Um, and then they did. This year, without a doubt, it's Jacksonville. Because I've hyped them up so much. I think they're so good. Yeah. I, I, I really do have another good. underrated team, though. I got one, too. And you're going to hate mine. You go first, though. You're going to hate mine, too. Okay. Is yours the Packers? Yep. And yours is the Steelers, isn't it? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, well, Dude. I think Pittsburgh, it's not out of the question at all. And if Pittsburgh was in the NFC, they could easily make a case to win a division, make a run to the Super Bowl, like type of team, not go, but like in terms of making a run to like win a couple of playoff games. The problem is there are eight, at least eight teams in the AFC that I can say are better than Pittsburgh. You put them in the it's NFC. It's so hard, dude. The AFC the is NFC, so fucked right now. Three to four. And yeah. yeah, like Pittsburgh, same same thing with Cleveland, same thing with Denver. Those teams, if they're in the other, in particular Pittsburgh and Cleveland, but I will throw Denver in there as well. Where yeah, they're no. just in the wrong conference. If they yeah, no, NFC, dude, the AFC is just so overpowered right now. It's exactly. actually unreal. If they were in the NFC, easily Pittsburgh is a team that could go very far. The problem they is, could. the problem is there just there are too many teams in the conference that are better than them. And mm -hmm. while my original take with Pickett coming into the draft, I thought he was horrible. I, I did not think he was good at all. I was thrilled when the Steelers drafted him. So I did I. I, I legitimately I did. I thought that he was bad. I still don't think he's very good, but he's definitely better than I thought he was going to be. Dude, but here's the thing. Pickett gets a lot of the credit, but he doesn't have to do any work when you have that defense on the other side of the ball. Right. He doesn't have to do any work, and Very it true. blew my mind looking back at it. Obviously, you have a close eye on the AFC North every year. I have a close yeah. eye on the NFC North, but it blew my mind when I looked back in, at standings in, I believe it was like April or May, and I saw the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were right there. At 9-8. and eight. They always – and that's what they do. That's the, Steeler football is a thing. That, that, is, that is their culture. The standard is the standard. Steeler football, that's what they do. The Ravens and Steelers, and I think the Bears too, but I think more recently in the last 25 years, the Ravens and Steelers, the reason why they're so big, the rivalry is so massive is because they run the, their organizations the exact same way. Yeah, They have, they love defense. They love effort. They love hard-nosed guys. They love blue collar, and they love old old school football. The Ravens over the last three to four years have maybe went away from that a little bit, but the Steelers have have done the opposite. They've doubled down on it. And yeah. because of that, Pittsburgh is a team that will almost never, not never, you saw what happened in Buffalo last year when they played, but almost never get blown out. They will yeah. always be in a game, but they're also almost never going to blow out a team. They're always no, going to be in those 21-17, that Steeler football. And that equals usually seven, eight, nine wins every single Hard-nosed football, dude. Hard-nosed football. They play good defense and they run the ball. And that's they obviously have 
a top 15, you can argue top 10, borderline top 10. I wouldn't put him there, but he's, you can make a case coach in NFL history in Mike Tomlin. Yeah. No, no. I mean, he hasn't had a losing season in his entire career. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And that is very hard to do. Unbelievable. That is extremely hard to do. 16 years. Yeah. 16 years. It's crazy to me, dude. It's crazy to me. And you want and to then, talk about the Packers. What do you what do you want to say about the Packers? First of all, I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I don't think they're going good. to be that good. Good. But I have seen people predict the Packers to win like three games, four games. Yeah, no, they're not going to I think that is games. ridiculous. The Packers defense by themselves is really 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 good. How many I mean, wins it, do you think they get? I don't think it's going to be them. I still I have them winning seven games. I don't think they're going to be great, but Gee, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine I, with that. I first of all think that they can. The NFC North is for me the most interesting division this year because I think you can make a legitimate argument for all four of those teams finishing first and all four of those teams finishing fourth. You can make yeah. a legitimate argument for all four. Teams. You can. And you know what else and, I saw online, which I really but, agreed with, was besides the Vikings. Because they're kind of set where they are, you know. Yeah. They they lost a lot of players, but then they also got some more depth. They got a lot of young guys on that team now. And but they brought in Brian Flores there defensively as well. If the Lions, Packers, or Bears, if any if any of those teams wins the division, which I believe it will be Detroit, that coach is winning head coach of the year. If one of those teams wins I mean, the Dan division, Campbell is my coach of the year. Because there's a story behind each of those teams right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With the Packers, if you have Jordan Love and he goes out there and goes crazy and then they win. Matt LaFleur has to prove himself. It's unbelievable to say that about a coach that has won so much in his time, but it's true. Matt LaFleur needs to prove himself that he can do it without Aaron Rodgers. Again, despite being 47 and 19, I'm looking at right now in his career. Yeah, he had Mr. Discount double check the whole time. He's made it to the NFC Championship game twice, but as he just said, had Aaron Rodgers. The only other coach that I really think for head coach of the year is going back to the Jaguars is Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson, yeah. That's the that's the only other coach I think, but all those yeah. teams, like if the Bears win the division, you got Justin Fields going out there slinging the rock and just having an incredible year, and this team goes from worst to first. Like that's instant. Mm-hmm. Instant Eberflus will get coach of the year. Mm-hmm. And then with the Lions, I mean, the, the Lions are just, him. The media wants Dan Campbell to win coach of the year. Oh, they love him. They love him and so he's, and, much. And who votes on the awards? The media. So, yeah. It is Which Dan I Campbell's agree with him. I love the guy too. It's Dan Campbell's award to lose, dude. Because he is of just who's voting on it. He is literally just. If you put him in the eighties as a coach, he'd fit perfectly. Yes. He'd fit perfectly yes. into the mix. Like he's an old school football coach in modern day football. I know you never have been, Michael. Michael's wow. never been a Dan Campbell guy. And how can I you not love him? Jacksonville winning fourteen games. So fourteen. Fourteen and three. Number one seed. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. But I don't know. I just really think that um, – what's it called? I think that all of those coaches, if they can turn it around, then they 100% deserve it. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. also what I want to talk about is MVPs because a lot of these teams that we're talking about right now, they have potential MVP picks on there. You're talking about Trevor Lawrence, one team that we haven't really talked about that much today, Philly, which is my MVP pick, Mr. Jalen Hurts. I mean, they're my Super Bowl pick, Philly. Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable that they – I don't know if a team in the NFL lost more starters than the Eagles, and yet they got better. 
They did so, get better. They did get better. You lose uh, TJ Edwards, you got Nicobe Dean coming in. You lose um, Isaac Ciamolo, Cam Jurgens coming in. It's because of the way they draft. It's incredible. It's so good. It's unbelievable. It's so good. I remember a couple years ago when everybody was shitting on Philly so hard, too. And then they but just not only Philly, turned it around. Roseman, who has proven to be the best GM in the NFL. Yeah. So it, it blows my mind, dude. Yeah. Everybody was shitting on Philly so hard. And it's crazy. Something that, that I found uh, interesting, by the way, about Philly, uh, just something I want to throw out there. It's not even really worth talking about, but I want to mention it. And it's in one of these like things. We have a million like NFL headlines. One of them is that James Bradbury uh, was playing a little bit of nickel in practice um, as just a potential uh, if they need it option. Because remember, they lost CJ Garner Johnson to Detroit. Yeah. So. Also, I just got a crazy notification. Still, I, yeah. I just got a crazy notification on my phone. Mm-hmm. That DJ Reed said the Jets defense in 2023 can be as now. good as the 1985 Bears. Okay. What that's the preseason hell? Headline. Preseason headline. Dude, He's that's literally just you team. ran out of things to talk about. If He's excited right. about his team. I get that, but you ran out of things to talk that about. That said, the Jets defense is going to be a lot better than a lot of people think. No, they will. They will be good. I agree with that, but not that fucking good. Yeah. No defense will be that good almost ever. 2,000 Ravens and 85 Bears are the two best defenses of all time, and there's a significant gap after that. There is. There's a huge gap, dude. Yeah. Like, it was so crazy to me that growing up, obviously I watched – what's it called? I watched um, you guys absolutely ball out, win yourself a Super Bowl, Joe Flacco, that guy. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Oh, I mean, I saw the game, but I didn't. I remember watching it a little bit. What year was that I again? didn't. That was 2012. And I 2012. got into – the year I got into football really was 2014. Mm-hmm. Which was two years later, which was the yeah. year where um, Edelman uh, threw that touchdown pass to eliminate us. Third yeah, we blew two fourteen. Yeah, points. I remember watching that game. That was crazy. That, that was, was crazy, my dude. first year really getting into it. That's just um, so wild. How far away? How how long ago that was? Now nine years ago. Nine years ago. That's yeah. so crazy. I was eleven years old. That blows my I mind. You're young and though. How much younger are you than me? Well, two I'm years? a freshman in college, and you're a junior, so two years. Wow. That sounded a little bit snarky with that response there, Josh. <laughs> wow. wow. You want to uh, get into some more headlines? Sure. All right, let's do that. Uh, actually, Burns. Brian Burns. Um, Another holdout. And this is one that no one has talked about. And then all of a sudden, we get the news that he hasn't practiced this week, and he might not be playing until he gets paid. He's in a contract yeah. year. He's been a pro bowler the last two years. I, I, one of the most underrated. Brian Burns players. is a dog. I always He's thought about so buying good. his jersey. I always he thought is, about buying the jersey. Um, since entering the league in 2019, he's 11th in sacks. He's only missed two games. Um, over the last two years, I think I forgot about him. I think he's ninth over the last two years. He is a great, just complete player. And for a Carolina team that is trying to win the NFC South, as I talk about, I, I proved them to do it. And I, I think everyone knows they're trying to do it. This is a huge, huge, huge piece that they would be missing out on defensively. It is. This would hurt Carolina so, so bad. Much. This team would be screwed without Brian Burns back there. Yeah. Like that's bad. That's really that, bad that on their defense. Very, very, very significant yeah. uh, development. Carolina. I will I will say one thing just about football in general where I mean everybody says one player doesn't change your team right 
Right. But on defense, if one of your linebackers is not is not out there, is not playing, that's a huge, huge now, difference. They did bring in Justin Houston. Yeah. Um, who obviously from Baltimore last year, despite being a million years old, is still very productive. I mean, he was he had a stretch in the middle of the year last year where he was unbelievably good. Yeah. But he's he not was, Brian Burns. Yeah, he's not. But my point, he they do still he can still be productive and he was gonna start alongside Brian Burns. But then mm-hmm. guys like I'm still I'm looking at I'm looking at their roster right now, and Torgos Matos, who is a former second round pick, uh has not done anything. In fact, the only thing I've really seen him do in the NFL is whenever I look at PFF and I look towards the uh, lowest graded edge rushers, he is right there, and he's going to have to step up. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm lo- the only other edges on the roster, uh, DJ Johnson, who was a third rounder this year from uh, Oregon, and Amari Barno, I hate who Oregon. I never That's heard one of the college teams that I just grew up hating. Who? I hate Oregon. You know why? So, all my, so obviously every kid who was in like middle school, they loved Oregon because oh my gosh, they're cool uniforms and right. they're cool jerseys and everything. So everybody was just absolutely meat riding them. And I was a Michigan State guy, and right. of course this happened right in the middle was when they had a year to year series. So they played one mm-hmm. year at Michigan State, one year at Oregon, and it was I think that Michigan State won both years. And dude, I don't know why. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I just grew up a major Michigan State guy. Yeah, I still love them to this day. I've Is your, been I mean, fan. you go to Towson now. I've always been a Maryland fan. Okay, good. I like Maryland. Um, I actually saw them play last year. Yeah, and uh, I saw them they, against U of they I. Played Towson in football uh, the other day. They won thirty-eight to six, which is actually better than I thought it would be, um, yeah. considering that Towson is an FCS school. So yeah. Now, me and you, me and you are mostly because I saw a comment on here also, people saying to talk about some college ball on here. And I'm trying to get back into college ball a lot more this year. And one of the biggest problems I have with it is just you never see a game that ends 72 to 8 in NFL football. And that is and I think that's what they're trying with this whole conference realignment, and it's all a bunch of bullshit right now, and it sucks. The yeah. Pac 12 literally died. Yeah, in one year, but I think that that's what they're trying to fix too, is make it so that you don't have a cupcake schedule every year. Like, dude, right. I looked at Georgia's schedule. You shouldn't he, be allowed to do. You should. Oklahoma should not be allowed to play Arkansas State. No, they shouldn't. Did you see that, that the coach be, was? Do you see that Arkansas State's coach was just was yeah. crying on the sidelines? I uh, Oregon should not be allowed to play Portland State. Right, that's what. It, yeah, Portland yeah. State. I mean, but like, dude, that I looked should at should not be allowed. I looked at Georgia's schedule. The only hard game that they have is Tennessee, which that will be a great game. They're playing in Rocky Top in Tennessee. That will be a great game. They play in the SEC. How is that possible? That's it. Ready? Listen to this. Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. How is that possible? in the SEC. Georgia's schedule. So they played Ball State. And obviously, no, 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 no. SEC. They played Tennessee Martin. They played Tennessee Martin. They play Ball State next week. Go to the SEC opponents, though. SEC, they play South Carolina. Okay. Then Auburn, Kentucky. Auburn, not bad? No, not this year. Not this year. They're not good. Auburn, Kentucky. Then they play Vanderbilt. They're going to be good. Kentucky is good. I know that. 
Kentucky, they were decent last year. B is 11. Yeah, Kentucky's, Kentucky's not bad. But now, I don't know. I don't know. This year, this year I don't think they're going to be that good. Vanderbilt sucks. Florida, we saw they are not good this year. Missouri, Missouri, no. Missouri sucks almost every year. Yeah. Miss Ole Miss, Ole Miss, that'll be a decent game. That'll be okay. Yeah. But then they play Tennessee, and that's their one like actually really hard game of the season. And then they play Georgia Tech. That's it. Yeah. That's their whole schedule. And apparently somebody just said it. The team, Ray Josh, yeah. It's a college football team. And I it's such a hot take, and people get so pissed whenever I say it. I think that this team has the worst fans in Who? all of sports. Who? Like I Who? hate them more than Packers fans to Who? a different level. Who? The Michigan Wolverines. I cannot fucking stand Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate the Michigan Wolverines. I always will. And it's not even this was be I think that's the biggest reason Shout why I became Harbaugh, a Michigan State fan. Yeah. It's like the biggest reason why I became a Michigan State fan because I just hated Michigan so much. And the other thing is, I, I I thought about Ohio State, but I never really liked Ohio State either. Until Justin Fields went there, and then I was like, okay. So now I now I now I gotta root for him a little bit, you know. But re listen to this Michigan schedule. So they played East Carolina and they only won 30 to 3, which is kind of surprising. Then UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State. They have until November 11th until they play a ranked team. November 11th when they play Penn State, which that's the whiteout game at Penn State, which will be nuts. That's crazy. But still, and I need then, to get to one of those games, the uh, Penn State White. I need to go to one. Dude, of those. That's, that's such a bucket list thing. That is the best environment in all of college football. And it's close that to is the literally game, so. like, like it's not close. The best environment in all of college football yeah. is the whiteout game at Penn State. And then they play Maryland, which Maryland I love to his brother. Yeah, shout he's, out Talia. He's, he's pretty good. And then they have the game against Ohio State, the last game of right. the year, like every year. But um, still, I mean, dude, it's just cakewalks. You you don't have to watch a single game of college football until November. You don't have to watch a single one. The NFL, every single week matters. Agreed. At, there's no in college. It only matters if the team loses. It only matters if they lose. It doesn't matter if they win. Yep. Unless if you're like going for a crazy upset, but that's just ruining somebody else's season. Right. And again, that's all it is. It you're not you're not doing anything for yourself. Lost. Yeah. Losses matter, and in the NFL, wins matter. And that's why the NFL is so much better than college football. Fully I like agree. college football and I enjoy I enjoy college football Saturday. Fully agree. I do, but you don't have to watch a single game of college football. I, I am with you on that a hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, that's why it's and it's also just so hard to get into. Like the NFL, you have the yeah. same players on the same teams every year. Except for some that trades in the offseason, you know? And, and then the transfer portal too. The transfer portal completely messes it up, but then you have to deal with knowing so many more teams, knowing what the hell is their situation, what's going on with them. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's craziness. And I like the craziness, but at the same time, I don't know. Once they bring the 12 team playoff, yeah, that's going to be fun. Dude, that's going to be the best part about it. Home college football playoff games, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Like I would do anything just to go to one home college football playoff game. It doesn't matter what school it is because that place will be a madhouse. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like, imagine Penn State 
at home. Yeah. And they do a whiteout game in the playoffs. That would be. That one video on TikTok is so good, how they play Mobamba, and then the place is just rocking. I remember watching that game live. All right, let's move on here. We got one more uh, in terms of very notable player. Doesn't look like he's going to go week one. That is Cooper Cup. Um, in the beginning of August, he had a, suffered a hamstring injury. The Rams called it day-to-day, no problem. Then at the end of the month, it was this past Saturday, uh, he had some kind of setback with his hamstring injury, and now he is currently in Minnesota visiting a specialist, and – I, it doesn't seem like he's going to play this week. So, fantasy people, go sit Cooper Cup. Fantasy uh, people, the last dude. eight games last year with a high ankle injury. Um, yeah. But with a Rams team that I got a lot of hate for saying that very, very easily could be the worst team in the NFL uh, outside of the Cardinals. Very yeah. easily. I, I just um, feel bad. I, I don't really feel bad for Rams fans in general because Rams fans, you do not exist. really have – you don't have, yeah, no, they don't exist, and you don't have that much to look forward to this season. Sadly. The city of Detroit was more excited than the city of LA when the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. The it's Lions just all the celebrities won the Super Bowl when the Rams did. All it is is just a bunch of random celebrities who showed up to the game. Mm-hmm. That's literally all it was. But the people who and I it feel will bad be like for that for the next five to ten years, and same thing with the Chargers, and then when the kids that grew up with the team in LA, that's when their fan base. When they moved the Chargers. Team. Well, I'm saying in the next five to ten years, you're going to see a whole the Rams and the Chargers fan bases will take a significant leap because those. Oh, I thought you were old. saying that the Chargers were leaving. No, 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 no. No, I think that I I don't know why they they didn't stay in. They should have built a new stadium in San Diego. Because I still, LA. yeah, I know it's L.A. But, but I I just yeah. I I'm, I'll never like the Chargers in L.A. St. Louis um, deserves a football team though more than uh, San Diego does. Yeah, St. Louis, dude, their fans are extremely dedicated. St. Louis is a much better sports like, team. Like, I mean, obviously, like right now at school, I'm an hour and a half away from St. Louis, and I'm here with a bunch of St. Louis guys. And just for the Cardinals, they are nuts Yeah, for the Cardinals. And you the craziest the thing also, the craziest thing also that I saw about St. Louis is their XFL team. That's what I just said, yeah, the XFL. Yeah. They literally like sell out the stadium every week mm-hmm. just to watch it. I because that's their professional team. Yeah, I I do feel bad for them that the Rams left. The Rams fit well. They fit very well, well in St. Louis. The Rams are L.A. It's not like the yeah. Chargers. The Char- I mean, well, to be fair, the Chargers' first season was in L.A. and then they moved to San Diego in their second season. But the Rams were the L.A. Rams. Yeah, they were the L.A. Rams for and I think forty years, and then they mm-hmm. moved to St. Louis for twenty. They belong in LA. Yeah, St. Louis deserve cool. a team. But if anyone belongs in St. Louis, it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals were the ones that were in St. Louis for a long time before moving to Arizona. Yeah. And I could also see, I see somebody talking about it in chat, that St. Louis could get a basketball team. And I feel like that would be perfect there. You know, I'll tell you who needs a basketball team is Kansas City. Outside they do. Other they than do. Seattle and Vegas, because they're going to be the ones that get it. Mm-hmm. Whenever the NBA expands, which I, I will go on the record right now and say, I think I'm a freshman in college, just started college. By the time I graduate college, Seattle and Vegas will have NBA teams. Yeah. I'm really I really like that Vegas is becoming a sports town. Yeah. I hate that the A's are moving there because I love the Oakland A's, dude. I love the Oakland A's. Like it just the aesthetic of the Oakland A's is so good. They just need a new stadium. 
They do. They need a new stadium. That place That's is funny. such a dump. It's horrible. It's worse than FedEx Field. It's worse. Oh, yeah. It's close. It's kind of close because FedEx Field is also a complete dump, too. That video last year of the fans falling trying to get, like, an autograph from Jalen Hurts is one of the – like, it's it's bad, but it's, like, one of the funniest videos ever. And listen, there is such an energized energy boost in the DMV area for the commanders now. People forget in the 90s and the 80s, it was the Cowboys – the Packers, the Steelers, the Redskins. Those were like the most known teams. Yep. The Commanders what are now, the odds? What are the odds you think that they go back to the Redskins? Zero. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why they changed it to begin with. The reason why they changed the name is not because it was offensive. The reason why they changed the name is because the sponsors finally decided it was offensive. FedEx and Amazon and Nike, they all said, unless if you change the name, we're not selling your stuff anymore. And yep. because of that, that's why they sold the team. So unless the world runs on money, Joshua. The world runs on money. Unless they hear from those companies that we will sell your shit again if we if you go back to that name, then yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. not going to happen. They're never. Well, they did say they want to do a complete rebrand. I will also go on the record and say that I don't think the Commanders are a bad name at all. The Cleveland Guardians is terrible. The Commanders is not a bad name. I really I do not think with, about I that. fucked with the Washington football team a lot. Yeah. I fucked that was with fun. Washington football That was team. fun. You know what was an underrated? Speaking of like that year, I think that that might have been like that COVID year might have been my favorite year of football ever because 2019 was no, I I love that year because you couldn't do anything else. All I did during COVID was I didn't really quarantine because I I worked at a grocery store, so I was working every day Mm. still. That was such a wild time, just it was a wild time, but. Once football came around, like over the summer, the only thing that was really open was golf. You could go golfing. And I went golfing a lot over the summer. But then once it got colder out, the only thing that we would do, me and the boys, we were in Zoom classes Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday would be our day. We'd all go over to like my one buddy's house and you'd be on the couch all day just watching football because that was the only thing that there really was to do. You know, and it just felt so different because now that we're back to, let's say, regular life, right? Football's still there, and it's still very prevalent. Like, it, a lot of people started watching football so much more during COVID. Like, they gained such a big following during that. Well, obviously, the they already, always. obviously, they already had a big following, but that just boosted it so much more. Yeah. Because that was the one sports league during the fall that was still going. The NFL played every single game, basically. And my favorite game of that they, year. No, was, they did. They did not. Mi- I mean, it. Things got moved around, but they didn't miss a game. Yeah, it's crazy. They that played the one- Raven-Steelers game on a Wednesday afternoon. I know, and I love that game. game. That was one of my favorite games. That was one of my favorite games. A and Wednesday. you know what? That Trace McSorley touchdown to Hollywood was the only touchdown that Micah Fitzpatrick allowed in coverage that entire season. Yeah, and I remember watching that game. McSorley. I got done with class, and I remember right away I was watching the pregame show, ready. Ready for it. And it was like you had no responsibilities, and that's when sports betting also took over. Well, that's when it got legalized. Yeah, no, that's when it got legalized here. And I remember the first game of the season, my dad comes downstairs and he goes, hey, since we can't go to the games this year, we're going to start sports betting. And that's how that's how the journey began. And that season, it just feels it feels like a fever dream almost. Yeah, it's just it's just so like lukewarm, you know, where it's like it happened, but it doesn't feel real It because it was something sort of a movie. It literally is straight out. It was a deadly disease that killed a lot of people, 
that forced everyone to stay in their house until 2020. That sounds like a movie. Yeah. No, it, it seriously did. Like, but football still happened. It's a wild thing that actually happened. And football the still NBA happened. canceled their season and resumed in Disney World. That think is like that the craziest sentence. thing ever. Think about that dude, sentence. Dude, that's that so the NBA crazy. stopped playing, took a break, oh, let's go. and finished their year in Disney. No way. What happened? It's going to be here on the 7th. Okay, Do you have you seen – everybody in here has seen it. Have you seen the ads for that Timu app on TikTok? I see it all the time on my For You page, and it's basically this well, app. Okay, honestly, I, if I get any ads to me, it's scroll, so I don't know. Yeah, but, but it's basically like – you know what DHgate is, where you can order like the fake jerseys for super cheap. I don't know that website in particular, but I know you that, should look like, into that. Like, because like, you can yes, get in general, yeah, yeah, because you can get off like fake NFL jerseys for like yeah twenty four bucks a piece. So if yeah. you want, and they actually it takes like a month to ship, but they actually do come, and they look pretty good. So if you just want like some random ass jerseys, like that's the best way to do it. And so the of only one I ever got uh, is uh, the only like fake jersey stitched one i ever got was alex collins really yes i've never gotten i haven't gotten a dh gate one yet i am gonna get a connor bedard blackhawks jersey from there because they literally dude hockey jerseys are so expensive they're crazy expensive like each one well they're like sweaters they're not jerseys you know but back to what i was saying so i was looking on this app just looking at the deals and it's crazy they it's all free shipping first off hmm. and you can buy just random shit on there for maybe a tenth of the price. Wow. So the one thing that I, I looked up is Lego sets, right? I love Legos. I As a kid, dude, okay. I built Legos all the time. <laughs> Michael. Michael, oh, my God, dude. What the hell? <laughs> That's so out of pocket. That's insane. That's a crazy <laughs> oh comment God. right there. That's a crazy comment right there, but whoa! But I go on there and I find a three thousand six hundred piece. I'm sorry, that's so crazy, dude. Do you remember when we were on stream what that one time and then we did the Bachelor with Michael, dude? I have so many clips from that one TikTok stream. My freshman year of high school, it was me, you, um, who else was on there? Me, you, Michael, and Elite Takes, and we were just fucking around on there. Yes, but. Um, and the Cubs just won too. Let's fucking go, boys. That was a big win today. Orioles to the World Series, by the way. Cubs to the World Series, actually. But maybe we could play each other. Cubs. We could play each other. That'll be really I, cool. And then you could the then way, you could fly to Chicago and we could just stand outside Wrigley Field. I am not going to claim to be one of the long suffering Orioles fans. I'm not. Because I'm not a major baseball fan. I would sing Go Cubs Go I, right now, but it will get copyrighted. And Steel had 12 strikeouts. Been, I've only been an Orioles fan, but I don't watch baseball. I watched a good amount of games this year, obviously. But I will say, this city, more so than football, is a baseball city. The problem is yeah. the Orioles sucked for so long where it didn't matter. But the buzz that the Orioles have created in Baltimore is something that the Ravens have to go to the Super Bowl to replicate. Yeah. They'll do what they did in 2019 to replicate. Everybody in this city is talking about Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, and the Baltimore Orioles. It has been so cool to see. It's gotten a now not just the Orioles winning, but the pitch clock has made it so yeah. I actually can enjoy watching okay. baseball. But the Orioles, yeah, I need to get to an Orioles playoff game. 
I yeah. absolutely need to. But the one thing, let me let me finish the story about that app real yeah, quick before go I ahead, forget go ahead. people are asking. So the app name is Temu, T-E-M-U. But you go on there and they have a bunch of cheap shit. So I find a 3,600-piece Lego set. It's about the size of this right here, which don't ask why I have it. I have an Among Us piggy bank at my desk. It's about. It's a little bit bigger than this. How much right. do you think it was? Three thousand six hundred pieces. Hundred bucks. Twenty four dollars. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that, and it's you. You. I. I think that my boy Max from the streams is in there. So fuck off. Don't say anything. But I got the Disney Castle. Someone did ask about that. It was either it was either the Titanic I'll or the Disney it, Castle. Oh yeah, yeah, guys, it. the Legos are smaller than regular Legos, but they look Here like Legos. Yeah, that's Max. Yep, that's Max. And I know I saw it because the right the new one that they made is like four hundred dollars. It's four hundred dollars. So guys, it said that it will be here September seventh. So we will see how it goes. We'll see what happens. Also, speaking of Disney, I'll make the announcement now. I'm going back spring break. Me and Katie are going back. Part two. Free agency in Disney World is like the best thing ever. Free agency there. Dude, I was literally just going. I was waiting in line for rides, just refreshing Twitter every two seconds. It was great. But what else do you want to talk about, Joshua? Um, What we have right here, I, I we have just kind of anything that was like not worth a long segment, but is noteworthy news. I just have it here in one long ticket here at the bottom of the screen. Uh, do a speed run. Do a speed run. Kyle Ready? Rudolph announcing his retirement yesterday. Yep. You want to talk about that? Anything, Kyle Rudolph? Before we talk about anything, I'm going to challenge you right now. Say everything in under 30 seconds. All oh, the news on. that Let you me, have. Well, I, in order to do that, I have to take this off because I have to be able to see it all. Okay. Ready? Three. Not as many as you think, but okay. Right when it hits 59 minutes. So three, wow. two, one, go. All right, Kyle Rudolph announcing his retirement yesterday. Denzel Ward didn't practice, still in the concussion protocol. Titus Howard returning to practice after a hand injury. Teron Armstead doesn't practice with a leg injury. Nikhil Harry gets signed to the Vikings practice squad. Mike Vrabel doesn't name a back quarterback between Levis and Malik Willis. Uh, Lions OC Ben Johnson said the team will use Jameer Gibbs in ways that people don't quite think we might use, and then James Bradbury being a nickel. That's what we, all we have. Oh, it wasn't that much. I thought. There I, was I told you, it's not that many. No, no, I thought there was a lot more than that. But still, that took you a while, dude. That was like 25 seconds. You definitely could have said it in like 15. Yeah, I could have, but I wanted to actually like say it. Okay. Um, um, the one thing that I want to talk about was out of all that is Nikhil Harry. Okay. Dude, Nikhil I, Harry. I like him. He's a weird guy. I like him. I like him, him too. No, I'm saying coming out of the draft, like I liked him. I thought he was going to be Oh, good. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, he's, he's something, man. Nikhil Harry. He's an NFL caliber player. He is an NFL caliber player. And that's about it. That's crazy he that the he's on the, the practice squad. Yeah, he was on the Bears last year. He had a crazy catch versus the Packers. He had a crazy catch. Mm. Oh, if you I look up that. Justin Fields highlights, it's one of the ones that comes up. I know. Yeah, that deep about. ball to him where he don't. Dude, he completely just mossed Jair Alexander. Like, that's so crazy. Like, dude, I was looking back at Bears highlights and all the deep balls besides when they went to Darnell Mooney. Like it he was had either seven for one sixteen the touchdown last year. Yeah, it was either Nikhil Harry, Dante Pettis, oh or Equinemius St. Brown. Which Equinemius St. Brown? Well, I'll I mean, give him clearly, credit. 
clearly Nikhil Harry in terms of being a deep throw. The dude averaged 13 yards a target. Yeah. Also, I'm ending the stream on my TikTok because I want to, what's it called, upload a video right now. But the one thing, guys, that I'm going to do for the Burns and Berman TikTok account, I was going to say this at the beginning, is me and Josh after this. Yep, Josh, you're hearing this now. We're going to set up TikTok Studio on one of our computers, and then you could stream. we could stream this straight to TikTok, too. Yeah, and my, it, I think it's going to have to be yours because I tried to do that the other day with just our shit, and it said like I have to have like a Windows. Do you have a Windows computer? No. I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to work unless if we can no unless way. if I looked at it wrong. I don't think it's going to work. I think it, you might have looked if, at it wrong. I don't know. If what I'll I looked actually at was look correct. At looked at was correct. The only way you can use it is Microsoft Windows. And only, yep, that's how, now I'm seeing that. How can you make something for only Microsoft Windows? That's, that's what I said, and that is insane. That's so, like, how do you not have Mac, dude? I think that the majority, no, Windows is definitely still the majority of computers, but still, it's like, still, like, that's, that's horrible. Nuts. Because you have a Mac too, yeah? Yeah. Dude, Macs are the best thing for college ever. They're yeah. so easy. They are literally so easy for use. And also, Michael's right. Michael's right. for gaming. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. No, I do game on Mac. Guess what I did? In class on Thursday, which don't do this in class, I download Minecraft on my computer and I started a new world. So far, I have a little shack. That's it. But on Never tomorrow, all day Madden. in class, I will build the world and I'll have an Madden. update. The only video games I played were Madden 2K. So I never like. You never played Minecraft? Nope. Not, not like Minecraft. You never Fortnite. played Fortnite? I'm not like more than like once or twice. You never played Call of Duty? No, I've never played Call of Duty. GTA? No, because I don't. I don't have any interest in it. Like, it doesn't. What the like, hell? Yeah, it's not something that Madden 2K are the only like video games I ever like played. Dude, you're you're what? Yeah, you're an odd kid. Like, how did you not? Like, dude, my routine all the time when I was a kid. I don't play video games anymore. I don't. I don't play. Video I don't games really either because Madden became unplayable. The I only I only play Madden is playable. It's not great, but it's playable. Madden, I do play it sometimes because well, last year they gave the Bears gave all season ticket holders Madden for free. So if they do that again this year, I'm sure that oh. Ravens, I'm sure that you got an email somewhere that you got Madden 23 for free. Is I think it, it was all season ticket holders. Huh. Because they couldn't sell copies last year, so they gave it away for free. So I'm hoping that they do it again this year, and then I'll play Madden. Because, dude, franchise mode on Madden is actually pretty fun. All right. Before we wrap up, this is what I want to do. All right. Yeah. Something that uh, Michael and I have access to is NFL communications, NFL media stuff, any kind of memo that gets sent out, any kind of information piece. If you see, like, a screenshot that's tweeted by Ian Rappaport that looks like it's an official NFL thing, we get copies of all of it. So one of the things that they published was this. NFL kickoff guide. And there are some really interesting things in here. It is 198 pages. In no way are we ever going to go through all of that. But mm-hmm. there are like some interesting things in here that we can run through. They one of the NFL's favorite things to bring up is that last year was the closest season ever. It was the in terms of like the average final score was less than 10 points, is the lowest ever. Um all the worst of first shit. These are all these like milestones, which I can find in a second. Um, here we go. The Chiefs have won their last eight week one games in a row. 
and can become the sixth team ever to open their season, uh, to uh, have nine straight week one wins. The Cowboys won 17 week one games in a row from 1965 to 1981. Wow. That is wild. Wow, that's almost as much as you guys. Week one games in a row. Your preseason streak, now gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, Saints and Seahawks have won their last four. That's the next longest. Um, and the Chargers as well. Um, Read the bottom thing. What does it say? Uh, oh, the most week one wins, unsurprisingly, because they're in the two of the oldest teams. The Packers have the most with 58, and the Bears the second most with 56. That makes so much sense. The Bears are always good week one. And it's also just because you guys are old. Just yeah. No, we are teams. old as hell, dude. Yeah. Um, We're the founding franchise, coaches. man. Yeah. Cardinals. What do you think about that whole dispute between us and Green Bay for the founding franchise? It's technically the Cardinals. Technically, the Cardinals of, were the first football team, but I think that the Bears are the founding no, they're, franchise. They're the oldest team, continuous team. But we were, yeah, no, they're the oldest continuous team, which surprises me. In so the much. NFL, in it always that was does. in the NFL. The Packers, I'm if I'm correct, the Packers played bef- a couple years before joining the NFL. Yeah, they played like a year or two, I think, and then they right. try and take credit for like. The old, but I think the Bears joined the NFL earlier. Like and the I Bears think. started the NFL. They, yeah, they were part of it. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. We were the found. George House is the founder of the NFL. He's one. Yeah, he's one of. He, we, it's not. There's not one singular founder. There's a group of them. Well, yeah, but he's like oh, yeah. the yes, founder. he was in that group. Yes, in the um, what car was it? The um, God, I know this. The Hot Mobile. Uh, the meeting they had in the 1920s. Yeah, yeah. the Decatur um, Staley's. I'm right next yeah. to the Decatur. You know what sucks. Hmm. Is when I first came down to school, because I'm only like 30 minutes away from Decatur. It's literally this small town in the middle of Illinois. And that's where the Bears first play. They wear the Staley. So I called my dad and I'm like, hey, I love this. Is there is there any you would think there would be like something cool there, you know? Where hmm. where they played? He said, All it is is a fucking sign when you drive in. It says home of the Chicago Bears. That's hilarious. That's it. That's it. This is the NFL shit's just saying, hey, we're better than everyone else. NFL teams go from worst to first, 28. This is like in the last 20 years. Wow. Saying we have the most parity. Wow. Um, yeah, dude. This is pretty title. cool, though. Yeah. This is the last 20 years. These are division titles. Shout out the Lions and Browns, the only teams with zero division titles in the last 20 years. Um, That's yeah. crazy. Playoff first. Um, it is it is cool though to see that every single team has made the playoffs at least twice. And with the exception of the Browns, every team has made it at least three times over the last 20 years. That again speaks to the parody. Yeah. Um, the NFL. It does, dude. Um, dude the NFL is so different yeah, every year. This is week one records historically. Um, apparently the Denver Broncos are the highest winning percentage in week one all time. Uh and then the Chiefs wow. have won eight in a row. Um, they're sort of by conference, but still the Broncos are the best. And then the worst are the Saints, despite winning their last four at 21 and 35. And the Panthers as well. The Panthers wow. and Saints are the worst week. This is in. such this is such a random stat. It is. Have. This feels um, like some fantasy football AZ mm-hmm. stats. These are opening game records. <laughs> Frank, Dude, what do you think about hold on, hold on, hold on, Josh. What do you what do you think about fantasy football AZ? I don't know how often I agree with him, but I think he makes good content and he knows what he's talking about, even if I don't agree with him. He I think loves, he makes though, he loves to make people mad. He does. And I loves he's really good at his job. He's really good at doing it. And I will give him but credit he, about that. But 
he's not a hot take artist that only makes takes for the sake of making takes. He is able to back them up and he knows what he's talking about. But he, yeah, yeah. he hates Michael. Why does he hate Michael? I don't know, but he hates Michael. Oh. No, 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 no. But me and him, like, I've DM'd back and forth with him. I've gone live with him a couple times. Most and rushing yards in week one ever. Uh, criminal cra- mastermind OJ Simpson. Me. 250. Wow. He, by the way, I, I've gotten hate for saying this in the past. If we're talking about strictly on the field, OJ Simpson is a top five running back of all time. I really believe that. That's nuts. Um, Norm Van Brock, the single game passing yards record was set in week one. So Do you think that OJ Simpson did it? Of course he did. You really think that he killed his wife? Absolutely. Really? I watched that documentary a hundred percent. He probably did. I feel like he's, he's going to be like on his deathbed. I feel like he's going to be like on his deathbed and he'll admit it. He absolutely did it. He will. He wrote a book called if I did it talking about exactly how it would have happened. That's so uh, crazy. These are the last 10 years. Best week one performances. I don't Shout keep up with any of that, like, crime week drama. Week one, or any Sammy Watkins. Last 10 years, Sammy Watkins, week one of 2019, the second most receiving yards in week one. <laughs> Anyone. Um, yeah. These are, this is um, the best. Who's this? This is for the opening month, the best record over the last 10 years in the opening month of the season. Chiefs. Patriots, Packers, Broncos, Rams, Ravens, Cowboys, Seahawks. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. This is pretty cool, Joshua. Yeah. Uh, and then this is overall regular season record over the last 10 years. Chiefs, Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Steelers. Wow. Okay. How are the that's Steelers something. the fifth? That's insane. Can we talk about this for a second? How the Steelers over the last 10 years have the fifth best winning percentage in the regular season actually tied for fourth and they have six playoff berths, meaning they missed the playoffs four times in the last decade and yet still have tied for the fourth best winning percentage over the last decade in the regular season. That's crazy. No, that is nuts. That actually is nuts. Total miles traveled (laughs) this season. The Bears traveled the third least. Yeah. Bears, Packers, and Cincy because we're all right in the middle of the country. Yeah. Don't have to go too far. Of course, Seattle. I mean, dude, it's going to be all London, so... Yeah, and it's going to be all the teams who are on the coast, on either yeah. coast. Four, uh, five teams of a three-game road trip this year, including us. Then we also have three straight home games, though, or back-to-back home games. And That's we have good. three straight home games, yeah. Dude, that was the uh, craziest thing about the Bears' schedule good. last season is we were home the entire month of December. Huh. The entire month. It's a strength of schedule. The last time, a bunch of cert- just a bunch of different things. This is pretty dope. Yeah, it is. You anniversary. Show me how to sign up for this shit. Oh, well. This is actually pretty cool. Anniversary. Uh, the 130th anniversary of the first known professional football contract. Wow. 125th anniversary of the Morgan Athletic Club forming in Chicago. Later uh, came known as the Normals. Then the Racine Cardinals, Chicago Cardinals. So this is the Cardinals' 25th anniversary, oh, 125th anniversary. And wow. the NFL has only existed for 104 years. And the Cardinals still aren't good. No. The Forward Pass is celebrating its 90th anniversary. Yes, for the Thank first God. 15 years, you Thank could God. not throw the football. And Dude, that would be so. You know how boring Roosevelt saves football. Real fact. Wow. 65th anniversary of the greatest game ever played, the 1915 NFL Championship game. Iconic game. Dude, right go, down, go down to 15 years. Look at that. Only uh, 15 years ago. A NFL the first- game. 
was streamed live on the internet for the first time. The first time in 2008. We are That's the it. 20th above it's even crazier. The 20th anniversary of NFL Network. What do you think about NFL Network? I, I, I like, like Good Morning Football. I think that's a great show. So, 10 years since Peyton Manning set all those records in 2013. Wow. These are all slide on the alternate jerseys and alternate helmets. Oh, alternate uniforms. That's nice. That's nice. These, I, the Titans, this is why the Ravens are a first class organization. Art Modell, when we moved to Baltimore, when the Browns moved to Baltimore, they said we are we're the only team that has ever done this that moved. Instead of taking the Browns logo, history, name, records, they said we're starting over. Cleveland can keep all of it. And when they get a new team, they can start again. The Ravens were treated as an expansion team. The rest of the teams, like the Titans, when they moved, when the Houston Oilers moved, said, we're taking all this with you. They, if they really wanted to, the Titans can use the Houston Oilers uniforms against the Texans if they really wanted to. Oh, dude, you know how much of a tool thing that would be? It would be. That's such a douchebag move. Yeah. And that is why we are a first-class organization. We wanted wanted to be the Baltimore Colts. That was what it did. And Ursay, the Ursay family said, no, we're keeping it. And you guys have to be a new team. We can be in the Ravens. But they wanted to be – they wanted to take the Colts stuff back and just continue the Baltimore Colts. They said, no. Vegas hosting the Super Bowl. Whole stuff about Vegas. Super Bowl. This is pretty cool. I think this is a good. I think this is a good spot to call it, Josh. Yeah, for our first ever, yes, episode of Burns and Berman, guys. uh, Yeah, I I appreciate every single one of you who joined, and all the people who are going to watch this or listen. We've had over a hundred viewers pretty much the entire time. Everything. I we really do appreciate it, man. This means a lot. Hey, make sure to go and follow the Burns and Berman TikTok. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube if you're not already subscribed. Show the next network some love on Twitch. They, nice. they you guys know they do their fucking thing on there, man. There's not most of our there. viewers have been on Twitch uh, today, so I appreciate all you guys there. Yeah. Uh, so go subscribe it. to the YouTube as well because go subscribe to the YouTube. We're really trying to grow the YouTube. It's so hard to grow on YouTube. It's so hard. It's so hard. So we're trying our best. I'm gonna upload for clips too. We'll upload some YouTube shorts on there just to try and get some yeah. more productivity. But it's just so hard on there. But thank you all so much. For all the support, literally even before we did our first episode, it's been crazy. I really didn't expect this. Followers on TikTok, yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. I how much is it out right now? Let me look. It's like sixteen five, I think. Yeah, sixteen twenty three. That's wild. Absolutely insane. Um, That's wild. And remember, you're getting this three times a week: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, uh, so we'll be time. back here on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be back here on Wednesday. We're going to preview uh, Chiefs-Lions. Um, Fridays, uh, I will not... Fr- Showtime. Fridays is fun time, guys. That's when we get to, to talk about the NFL weekend and the college football yeah. weekend as well. Friday, That's we might... Time. I might... At least this week, might want to move the Friday time. Um, This kid sucks. But I... Also, remember, we have um, – I have class starting at 5 o'clock Eastern on Mondays and Wednesdays. So maybe a little bit more of a time constraint on Mondays and Wednesdays. Usually, obviously, it's Labor Day, so that's not a problem. But yeah. 
It's we'll still be able to go for like an hour, though. We'll still be able to go for an hour. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be about an hour in length, which is perfect to the minute because I'm going to try and end it around 4:30 every time so I can get ready to leave. So it's basically about an hour in length the whole time. This has been a great episode. Thank Uh, you all so much. Yeah, and we're gonna get better at this. We all will. It'll be more concise and you know what i'm saying it's just you got to settle in man we got to settle in it's the first episode but i think this was a pretty damn good first start and this show will just get better and better and grow as the season moves on and i'm really excited to see where this goes Stephen A. we're coming yeah we're coming we're coming for first take but i love you boys so much thank you so much for joining we really do appreciate it and we will see you guys next week no, we won't. We'll no, not next week. week. Fucking Wednesday. My fault. I'm so we'll used to on stop saying next week. But all right. all right. Thank you boys so much. We will see you guys soon. Deuces. And